Good morning, good morning, St. Paul. This is your unbougie foodie, Wesley Wright, coming to you as always on a wonderful Saturday morning. (laughs) Thank you so much uh, for joining us. I hope you have had a wonderful week. And as always, you know, this, you know, this show is always about food. So hopefully you've had some experiences, you know, going out to restaurants or whatever this week uh, or whatnot. If not, we'll give you some suggestions or even just tell you some places that, uh, you know, I've gone to that you might consider as well. To make sure that things are turned off here <laughs> for distractions. Um, hmm. So, again, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. Um, it's dreary outside, but that shouldn't stop you from going out and enjoying a great meal. If not for the next week, or nah, who knows? Uh, over the next couple of hours might find a good breakfast place or lunch place. Um, so I want to start off by saying that the I, I have gone to, I think one of these places that I've gone to, and I've talked about them very frequently uh, in the past, uh, and it is, uh, excuse me, Zenbox Izakaya. Zenbox is known, well known for their uh, ramen, and every year they throw a or sponsor. I won't say throw, but they sponsor a an event called Ramen Attack. Now, of course, that is coming up later on in the year, so I'm looking forward to it, and I will most likely be telling you a bit more about that. But um, if you've never been to Zenbox, they are located at 602 South Washington Avenue. That's in Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55415. And, you know, they, they offer takeout. You know, they, they do do delivery. Uh, but, you know, I think the experience to go in and enjoy the ramen or all the other types of items that they have available on their menu uh, is it's probably what you, I, I, I would suggest what you want to do. <laughs> um, I know some friends and I went there recently and, you know, I have, and it was for secular it, but you know, I figured that, you know, it, and I shouldn't even say it was sec- for secular. We were, you know, that's another week. It was just totally <laughs> a miscommunication on where we were supposed to go. But anyway, three friend, two friends and I, uh, ended up at uh, still going to Zen Box, uh, and it was just to hang out to socialize and so forth. And um, there were a number of things on the menu that you know I've had in the past, and that's just sharing from off of friends' plates. Um, and I figured I wanted to, I shouldn't say step out of my comfort zone because it wasn't too far. Um, the things that I had were items that I, I, I know that I've enjoyed at other places as well. 
um, they do serve small portions of sushi. So when you look at their menu, um, you know, they describe their dishes as being designed to be shared um, like Japanese tapas or just small plates, small portions. That's what tapas means. Um, And I have had their short ribs in the past. Um, Maybe I didn't remember (laughs) Um, because I was sharing it with friends. It was a larger group. But let me just say that the short ribs, very good. Um, Korean style marinated beef short ribs. So beef short ribs. Keep that in mind. I know sometimes there's that difference between pork and, you know, rib uh, beef. So if you're concerned or yeah, beef short ribs, delicious flavor. And it's funny on their menu, it says must try, (laughs) which, yes, is a strong suggestion. But let me give you again more encouragement to go and try them as well. Um, The short ribs, they they're always there. They have that one, I guess, bone that's on it that makes it, I guess, just easy to (laughs) to pick up (laughs) and eat with your fingers. I mean, yes, you can use utensils and, and but, you know, the enjoyable part of uh, having that the short ribs itself is um you know it's convenient it's the bone is still the small piece of bone is still connected to the actual meat of the ribs so it makes it very easy to just maneuver <laughs> and and handle when you're taking a bite of those delicious short ribs so keep in mind again they are korean style marinated beef short ribs and if you're again, if you're not familiar with Zenbox, Zenbox, their prices very reasonable. Uh, you know, friend that was with me, uh, he asked, "Dude, you need to start telling us places where we could take a date." Uh, you know, have a segment where there is, you know, certain restaurants or places that you could suggest that. We could take a date for inexpensive, not cheap. I didn't say cheap, (laughs) inexpensive um, so that you're not going to break the bank. And also, hopefully, she's not going to want a five star Michelin restaurant or, you know, someplace that is really going to have one person eating lobster and the other person having juice or water or salad. I don't know. That's kind of goofy on my part. But anyway, <laughs> um, Zenbox is a great place. Zenbox is a, a, a awesome place because the prices are very reasonable. I mean, um, keep in mind that that the short ribs um, and, and they have the different areas that you can like starters. Uh, they break them out so that you have an idea what uh, you want to have or what your you would like your meal to uh, encompass uh, for that night um so you know working on the dinner dinner menu you know the looking at just looking at the menu the most expensive thing on the menu is 12 dollars. well the dinner menu that is 
nope, I take that back. It is $17, which is the duo sashimi, which is, and I know some people don't like to talk about sushi or things that are uncooked. Um, just realize that, you know, every precaution I'm quite sure is taken at restaurants that are serving dishes that are raw. In this case, this uh, sashimi, it is raw tuna and salmon. That's $17. And Zenbox has been rated very high in their quality of how they handle their food. Um, You know, the prep area. Um, I've been there again uh, multiple times and this time was no different. So I never feel in question about how they're preparing food or if they're going to pre- prepare something or provide uh, serve something present something that is going to be you know detrimental or have customers have a bad experience so just be aware that um you can go to sushi places and enjoy yourself and although this is more of a ramen place they if they do japanese uh, style serving of sushis. Um, and like I said, still going back to the prices, the most expensive thing is that dual sashimi because it is both the tuna and the salmon that you're, you know, you're ordering. Um, but you know, they make it look presentable and very appetizing and appealing as well. So, uh, this is a place for dinner that you can definitely take a date um, your other half, if you're having a date night, certainly Zenbox is an awesome place. Uh, I'm going to talk about the other items that I've had um, or that I shared with friends, but um, just to kind of get that out the way, you know, something to consider. My next item that I had, which as anybody knows from this show, <laughs> as well as Gosh, um, many others and even having uh, guest hosts on the show, they know (laughs) there are two things that I will, well, maybe three, two specific that stand out right now in my head and hopefully you know as well that I really will be excited for. One is Brussels sprouts. So (laughs) if anyone out there you know, ask the question, hey, what does the unbougie foodie really like? <laughs> I hope everybody knows one of the things at least is Brussels sprouts. The second is pork belly. And I don't eat it a lot. I know I talk about it a lot. And there are restaurants that I will go to that, gosh, I certainly <laughs> want to have it. <laughs> probably more than I should um, but I didn't I, I mean I, I don't as often in this case though for Zenbox I needed to have <laughs> the I needed to have it so it is called uh, Kashu Yaki it's pork belly onions well, well green onions if you would um, and house made pon- ponzu so again, keep that. In, uh, it's Ponzu. Wow. 
I lost my description for Ponzu for you. <laughs> no, I think I got it. It's a citrus-based sauce commonly used in Japanese cuisine. It's uh, very tart. Um, it's a very thin, watery consistency with a dark brown color. Um, but it is so delicious. Um, I believe it's uh, ponzu sauce. It's made with soy sauce uh, and then some other citrus items as well. Um, and it can be, you could actually purchase it. Um, I didn't realize that it actually came bottled. I thought it would be something that you would actually have to uh, put together uh, or prepare. But yeah but also it's saying that you could make this without uh, any soy sauce as well so there's most likely a variety of ways that you're able to make that ponzu sauce but going back to that um, pork belly it was a delicious piece of of meat uh the uh, pork belly certainly they just know how to they know how the specific cut necessary for that um that pork belly or that and i hope i'm pronouncing it correctly that uh cashew that's c-h-a-s-h-u yaki um they just know the right cut and then the mixture of the ponzu uh and also having those green onions um yeah if you don't know how to use chopsticks you might be a little bit in trouble (laughs) I'm just saying, I mean, yeah, you could ask for, uh, you could ask for, you know, utensils, a fork and a knife, but everyone's going to stare at you. (laughs) No, not, that's just, I'm throwing that out there. The cash, the cashew yaki, um, that pork belly dish is $8 and 50 cents. Again, very inexpensive. Um, the friends that were with me, oh, first thing I start off with in most cases, any time I go to a Japanese style restaurant, um, you know, I have the um, a seaweed salad. Not familiar if you have had seaweed salad before, but and I know that it sounds bad because you're thinking of seaweed. Ew. <laughs> No, seaweed salad is delicious. Seaweed salad, uh, the uh, what uh, Zenbox offers is again seaweed, cucumber, uh, lemon, and sesame dressing. Very light, um, no extra, uh, extra extra. I don't want to put that extra uh, ingredients. Um, it really speaks for itself. I mean, the seaweed and then the the sesame dressing and just the the, the lime juice that's um, uh, uh, squeezed over it or in it. Um, it's fresh. It's light. Um, and trust me, the it, it always tastes very good. I've I've never had a bad seaweed salad. Um, when I'm desperate, I will go to Cub. <laughs> Cub actually has sushi i don't know if you're familiar (laughs) and you might say oh cub i don't know it's the sushi there i will at least get a a seaweed salad and 
you know, make sure that I get my chopsticks because, you know, a spork just won't do when you're having seaweed salad. You have to have uh, your chopsticks. So seaweed salad, again, all inexpensive dishes, everything that I'm talking about, um, they're inexpensive. And again, not just because I selected those because they're inexpensive. They were just things that I were I was interested in having for that specific day or that evening excuse me uh, one of my other friends that uh, accompanied me there they had uh, the chicken and I'll hopefully again pronounce this word these words I you know when you're a foodie you have to be willing to <laughs> open yourself up to trying new words and pronunciations of different foods um, and not be self-conscious at least try I I don't remember I don't know if you remember uh, listeners out there that a few weeks ago I had two additional friends um, one from you know we're co-workers and another that's a very good friend um, Shannon and uh, well TJ and Shannon um, TJ mentioned, hey, you know, at least you tried, at least you attempted rather than just saying something that I guess would be considered more American, the Americanized pronunciation or I do try to at least pronounce these words um, and these dishes as best as possible. Um that is hopefully recognized and appreciated by those that know how to pronounce it correctly. So chicken, uh, Kara age curry. <laughs> so it's served with white or brown rice and then, um, in-house made pickles. Um, again, this is Japanese style curry, so it is not going to have that, uh, earthy, full-bodied spice that you would normally have from, let's say, a curry, uh, Indian curry, uh, or ones that are in Indian dishes. Um, this is going to have a sweeter uh, type of taste. Um, still a, a very similar texture. I think it may have been even a little bit more smooth than that of uh, your standard Indian curry um, that you're probably familiar with. But it was served with, uh, they actually, he didn't have a chick, the chicken, excuse me. He had the katsu curry, which is a pork cutlet. So the pork cutlet, it's breaded and it's, it's a very thin cut of meat. Um, he enjoyed it. And, uh, I know another friend, I think she just simply had the veggie curry itself, which I had an opportunity to taste the curry in that it was delicious. Um, I don't think there's that much of a difference between the two. I just brought it out that he had the katsu curry, which again is that pork cutlet. That pork cutlet was, and that dish was $12. Um, the veggie curry, $8.50. Uh, so again, I mean, there's so many different items on this menu. There's chicken, um, definitely pork, um, small portions of sushi if you would um, items that are sauteed um, 
there's a dish that I think I'm going to have to try the next time that I'm there because it seems to become be quite becoming quite popular and it's spelled one way and you're probably thinking it's just poke no it's polka poke so it's tuna poke p-o-k-e kind of apostrophe or the accent i should say accent apostrophe what am i saying tuna poke and i have read about that but i am not familiar with it so the next time that i go back to zenbox i will be having that and hopefully be able to share you more information um on the taste and flavors of that so zenbox thank you so much for you know you're always providing us with um great food and i so look forward to uh ramen attack this year um so keep in mind, once again, they are located at 602 South Washington Avenue. That's Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55415. And if you want to give them a call, uh, 612-332-3936. Um, and you could, you know, you could even make reservations as well. Um, probably best, especially Tuesday night. They always seem to have that's when they do their ramen uh, and it's specialty ramen Um, feel free to certainly follow them on Facebook as well Um, but I believe on Facebook they're just Zenbox Izikaya and you can find if you go on Facebook and type in Zenbox you'll be able to Zenbox well Minneapolis um, you'll be able to find them with no problem but on their um on the facebook they are normally posting every monday or tuesday uh when they are coming out with uh their a specialty ramen uh, for the week um tuesdays it gets very busy so reservations are certainly encouraged on those days and certainly you know uh, you gotta expect that on the weekend as well so zenbox minneapolis minnesota I know we're talking about Minneapolis at the moment, but I just needed to bring that out. It was a place that I had gone to, so I thought it would share. Um, important for you all to know that, hey, someplace you could take a date. <laughs> I say you all. Uh, very interesting. <laughs> I mean, any of us <laughs> that have a significant, significant other in our lives. <laughs> um <laughs> the next place I want to uh, uh, talk about is I went there last night actually for dinner um, and I have heard about um, this restaurant before um, but never had an opportunity and for some reason or another I had no idea that it was so close to me and I'm glad that um, I was able to you know, kind of find out where the, <laughs> they're located Um yeah, that was I was a little embarrassed by that because I was thinking that it was in Minneapolis somewhere, and I'm like, okay, I will get over there. I promise, I'll get over there, and it's right in Lower Town. So, Public Kitchen and Bar, Public Kitchen and Bar, um, Americans, American food, um, 
different varieties though i mean there's pasta there's sea surf and turf or seafood um gosh just so many different um, of a variety of different dishes <laughs> and it's funny that i'm looking at one right now that i had and it's on their website but first off where they're located public kitchen and bar they are located at 229 east 6th street that's in lower town um that's of course st paul minnesota their telephone number is 651-348-6456 again that's uh located in lower town st paul minnesota uh 229 east 6th street and my first thing when i went (laughs) i went for dinner and I, i was looking over and this is some place that you could certainly enjoy a very well thought out meal um and enjoying it and the portions are at our size where well some of the portions i'll say and one specific that i'm referring to the uh, uh lump crab cake wow uh that lump crab cake um i would say that places other places that i've gone to that one lump crab cake that i that they presented or that they prepared at public normally would be two at someplace else so it was a really great size um the flavor and you know how it was was cooked it was moist um (laughs) i did put a teaser up on my facebook page at the umbuji foodie if you want to check that out there are other items of course that i've had uh, that i'll be mentioning that i'll post those um soon as well um, but if you'd also like to see more of that, uh, the different foods that I've been shit partaking in, uh, definitely visit my other social networks, um, uh, Instagram, which is the underscore unbougie foodie. Um, Twitter, of course, is unbougie foodie. And always go on Facebook because I will post them there. Um, give you a little teaser if you would of what it is so you could find me on facebook at the unbougie foodie but uh that lump crab cake was amazing uh and there was it was served on a bed of kale not sure how everybody feels about kale i i like kale just realize that kale is one it is very good for your digestive system <laughs> and it acts quickly <laughs> i'm just saying um but the lump cra- um, crab cake is served on a bed of kale uh and it is a chipotle uh, chipotle uh, romulade or i was asking the server thank you andrew i really appreciate um your <laughs> you were how you were catering after you forgot me dude (laughs) i i know you didn't mean to (laughs) but i think maybe i was just sitting in the wrong place and anyway i'm one i was one individual so um no you made up for it so thank you andrew i appreciate that staff management staff floor managers and so forth don't be hard on him (laughs) he did help out so um that chipotle romulide i wasn't very even though i looked at the menu i'm like hmm i know it says chipotle 
uh, and that it's a Romulad. So it's uh, uh, the Romulad is more the, whatever spices that it is uh, mixed with either heavy cream or uh, you know, a, a mayo sauce or sometimes even a sour cream. You know, just to uh, combine the two together. Um, in this case, the I think I think he mentioned that it was an aioli, which uh, you know aioli can be very different. You know when you there are so many different types, if you would. Um, you know it's really uh, aioli is really a Mediterranean um, sauce, um, but it has garlic and olive oil and even has egg in it as well. Um, I don't think it was more so that, but for, I think it was bet like I said, it was the Romulad is more of a mayonnaise based. So you could make this at home, that Chipotle Romulad, and uh, it's referred to as a condiment. Um, it was invented in France. Um, and, you know, they mentioned that it's usually an aioli or uh, mayonnaise based type of mixture with whatever spices um, that you like. Um, very similar to tartar sauce. For me, it was great because the first thing I tasted is or asked him, is this a Chipotle uh, type um, type uh, cream sauce or something? Totally wrong word, of course. Clearly, it said Romulide right on the on the menu, but I think I was taken aback by it so much. It was delicious. Um, so if you see it on my Facebook page, you'll understand why it was just a delicious presentation. Uh, and that Chipotle Romulide uh, that they added. So there was the Romulide at the bottom, a bed of kale, and then placed right on top was that crab cake. Uh, I enjoyed that sauce so much. I think there wasn't enough on the plate. <laughs> um, I asked him for a, a little bit more in a small container so that I could make sure that just about every bite that I had of the of the uh, oh, wow of the uh, crab cake was actually was actually served or tasted um interesting i believe i might have a caller give me one second caller oh i lost the caller sorry caller I apologize for that. I, I was definitely paying attention to the call to you know the phone, so I apologize for that. So sorry about that caller. <laughs> Feel free to leave me a message or send me a message on Facebook if you'd like. Uh, if you wanted to, if you were interested in having a question answered, um, <laughs> I feel bad. You know the caller. I you know I. I saw it. I was trying to get to it. <laughs> anyway, 
um, <laughs> public kitchen. Um, again, great dish uh, that uh, as a starter. Um, there were other, and I think when the server came up to me and asked specifically about, well, do I have any issues or questions reference, you know, in reference to the menu, uh, anything that I feel a little bit unsure about or certain, I think by the time he came to me, I felt very, I was confident that, uh, there was already, um, I was confident that there was already a, that idea or, you know, what I wanted. Um, so I, I, I don't, I don't think, you know, he had to wait very long. I specifically knew that I wanted the crab cakes. I was ordering the Caesar salad, um, you know, which a standard Caesar salad. You know, uh, I do like the fact that you know, it's not large croutons. For some reason or another, I can't. I, I'm not one that likes to have a lot of croutons on my Caesar salad. And maybe that is part of a Caesar salad that is, I don't know, a signature. Uh, I, I no, I prefer not to have it. <laughs> I mean, you could put anything else, um, chicken, anchovies, all the other stuff up in there. But uh, croutons... I I don't it's not that I don't like them it's just that in a Caesar salad I want to be able to taste um all the textures of the actual seasonings and um you know in a Caesar salad um the pepper the parmesan that's another story we're going into <laughs> whole other tastes and so forth so <laughs> don't uh <laughs> I'm getting distracted by other types of uh segments of of food um but the caesar salad as you know was just something that was going to come out before the main dish the main dish that i selected which was um uh house-made pasta so they make in-house pasta um there there are three different dishes that i had to choose from out of the pasta there was short rib fettuccine which is a slow braised uh, it's slow braised with kale lemon um pecorino uh, and a white wine demi glaze. Um, there is, and I'm so gonna butcher this, the spaghetti alla um, chitara, which is sausage, fennel, uh, pecorino, and um, a red sauce. I think, I think, um, you know, one, two of my Italian friends or true Italians are, would probably enjoy that one. He enjoys a red sauce uh, more than a white sauce. But the one that I selected, which I felt was just, it was just calling me. And there, there's no picture <laughs> or anything, but just the fact that um, I was being, uh, I was spoiling myself last night. Yeah, that's what it was. I was spoiling myself. Um, <laughs> it was the lobster fettuccine. So that was uh, claw meat. Well, claw meat meaning from the lobster, of course. Uh, uh uh, lemon tarragon uh, and then a creme fraiche so i know oftentimes and even the server explained that as well um you know with a with a fettuccine you're thinking okay well it's a white sauce um it's going to be a bit heavy um he was 
And he said, no, that's not the case, uh, which is not bad uh, at all. Um, it's just for them because they really let the, the pasta and the actual um, rest of the ingredients speak for itself rather than adding more, you know, the cream sauce. And that would kind of weigh down the whole entire dish. This dish was really, really great. I mean, one, you could definitely tell that it was that the pasta was homemade. Um, two, I, when I tell you that you did not have to search <laughs> for the actual lo- lobster uh, claw uh, meat within this dish. I mean, literally, I think there was at least <laughs> six pieces or seven pieces that were just right there it wasn't one that was hidden from view or anything uh but i i truly enjoyed that um public kitchen very awesome place i really like the atmosphere the staff was helpful too um i know i'm not gonna (laughs) go back on uh andrew uh you came by you came and helped so thank you i appreciate that (laughs) it just makes me laugh because i was over in the corner uh, or kind of by a i was one person by a smaller table um (laughs) i think i was probably overlooked once or twice but that's okay because like i said he made it up to me so thank you i appreciate that uh there are a number of other items that are on this menu. You know, I saw the cornmeal fried pork belly. Um, that's the house pork belly with braised kale, uh, pickled red onions. Yeah, I, it was so tempting. So very tempting. But then, you know, that's where, you know, that's one of the starters. But I saw the crab cake and I'm like, man, I haven't had a crab cake in such a long time. Um, I wonder if this is going to be great. Um, like I said, I can't speak highly enough about uh, that crab cake. Um, a number of other things that are on the menu uh, the, the, in their section they they have for that public has for land and sea, um, the brick kitchen or wow brick chicken <laughs> that's with mac and cheese, braised kale, and then hot sauce. There is the grilled salmon, which. Man, uh, I saw someone else having the grilled salmon that night and I was like, that looked wonderful um, because it comes with uh, roasted fingerling potatoes and then a butternut squash um, puree uh, and then uh, herb oil, herb, not herb, herb (laughs) oil, (laughs) Um, the pork chops. Um, that's with the citrus in a citrus um, brine, um, potato hash, and then mushroom demi glaze. Uh, the I asked Andrew um, which one of those would he se- select or choose. Um, there was still the fillet and then the short ribs. He was suggesting going with either the short ribs uh, or the pork chop. Um, but again, I had already had my head planned on that lobster fettuccine. So I was trying to find out, you know, from him being a server that's been there for a while, um, what would be a great dish to actually have 
I did not ask what is your best dish because I think you know restaurants would feel that you know every dish is you know their best or a great dish you know what's coming out of their kitchen is always their best and I I agree with that I totally appreciate that um that filet though <laughs> still under the land and sea um it came with potato I didn't have it but it's what was the in the description uh, potato puree, Brussels sprouts, <laughs> Brussels sprouts, and then of course a demi glaze on that um, that fillet. So mentioned all about the atmosphere. the The service was great. Um, I didn't have any adult beverages. I felt I wanted to concentrate on. I just wanted to have some water and then just have some some dinner. Um, I think. Uh, spoiling myself at that moment uh, with what I was having was sufficient rather than <laughs> having uh, an adult beverage. Uh, but they, yes, they do serve adult beverages. Um, it, it's a restaurant. It's called Public Kitchen and Bar. So yes, there will be cocktails that will be actually served. So keep that in mind. <laughs> um, don't be surprised. The atmosphere is wonderful. I th- I saw groups of people there. So I saw I saw couples. Aside from myself, I was by myself, but I saw couples that were there. I saw what looked like families. They were celebrating different um, whatever occasions. I think uh, the family that was right next to me mm, was it a birthday? I can't remember. Um, but you know. It's it's fun when you see for me it's fun when you see people, um, you know, raising their glasses, um, giving a toast or you know a cheers, you know, whether it be for just hanging out as friends, getting together for dinner, um, you know, I've always said that it, you know that's important, getting together with friends and enjoying a great meal, um, and I think that's a wonderful place. Uh, their prices are a little exceptional, um, but uh, think of it as a place that you would want to take uh, that you, unless you're having something, maybe some starters um, or if for a very special occasion, this would be an awesome place um, if you are trying to take someone out maybe for the first time. Mm, this may be a place not to avoid, but go there and have uh, like a, again a starter. I mean, literally, uh, yeah, that, that crab cake alone could, as a starter, could two people. You could cut it in half and each enjoy. Uh, and you know, you have to. I'm I'm no date expert, but I'm quite sure that. Yeah, you don't want to be out chomping on different types of foods and so forth. If anything, you know, if your lady friend, man friend, your boo, your bae, <laughs> those words, those terms, um, they don't want to <laughs> be eating <laughs> these large, you know, pieces of food and you're have, trying to hold a conversation and trying to get to know them when they're you know munching and no that's not good 
So uh, I, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm quite sure that someone, the date night diva, <laughs> that's a plug for the date night diva. <laughs> Nothing that was uh, coerced <laughs> or planned. Um, I'm just thinking that uh for someone that is can provide information regarding dates and what they're probably thinking of when their significant other or how they're building a relationship, they're going out on a date. They don't want to be eating all these weird kind of foods that they have to constantly either cover their mouth with a napkin or whatever. You want them to feel comfortable. So start off with something small. Um, I, I could just tell you that I really enjoyed this place, um, Public Kitchen. Thank you again. Uh, it was funny because I posted one or two pictures of the <laughs> crab cake. And I think even before I got home, literally, um, <laughs> I I was happy that they were looking online as well um, because I did tag them. So maybe that helped. Uh you know, they replied and they were like, stop, please. You're making us hungry. It's like, but that's what I do. <laughs> that's the whole purpose of this show is to encourage people to get out and do certain things or, or go out and eat at certain places, I should say. And in this case, I'm telling you about public uh, kitchen and bar as well as Zen box. So, you know, get out there and do some, some eating people share some some good food, a plate of food with good friends, people that you love. I want to talk about additionally, and I mentioned it before, but there, and I think, uh, you know, I, I probably mentioned that it was probably going to be in probably May. And I, I have to stand corrected because there is going to be a food truck rally. So, and I have already indicated that I'm going. <laughs> so if anybody else is interested in going to the food truck rally, it's going to be at the Maplewood Mall. Um, it's going to be Saturday at 10 a.m. And wow, that's, it's going to be a long time. Uh, Saturday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. So imagine that, um, you know, they they're really i guess they're really getting more individuals involved because and my goodness wow um i'm just going to run down a list of some of the food trucks that are actually going to be there um in just a second that's going to be on april 22nd that's going to be at the maplewood mall so if you remember last year and this is just kind of informing you and kind of giving you information ahead of time Make sure that you are taking foldable chairs or chairs that will allow you to sit and enjoy the food. Um, I think it was a learning experience probably for that event or the event coordinators. True enough, they did not have um, any seating areas, although they did mention later on in you know other posts that you are able to bring um, foldable chairs so that you are able to relax and enjoy uh, your whatever your dish is. So likewise, um, keep that in mind. But if you're wondering where the Maplewood Mall is, <laughs> quite sure you can find it. 
Um, it's 300 White Bear Avenue North. Again, that's Maplewood, Minnesota, 55109. That is going to be on a Saturday. Wow, I think when I'm going to be on. Ooh, you never know. <laughs> Just maybe the opportunity for you to converse with the Unbuji Foodie <laughs> while there. <laughs> because this event, again, as I mentioned, is going to be from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Last year, it was from a short time period. I believe it was from 1 to 5. Um, giving people opportunity right now from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. One, uh, you're going to give people the chance to get there, you know, enjoy it at various times. Um as well as, you know, making sure that the food trucks are constantly stocked with things that they need to feed the masses. But a few of the tentative uh, food truck vendors that are going to be there, <laughs> I've talked about them before. <laughs> Bacon me crazy. Love them. Uh, Del Sur Empanadas and Lomitas, which is Ar- Argentinian food. Uh, uh, El, uh, El Hiborito um, food truck, Cuban Um Delicious! Oh my gosh, I can't. Uh, I forgot the dish. It's a potato, uh, like ball. Um, it's a deep fried potato ball, uh, and I believe there was something uh, 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 meat that was in the middle. Delicious! Just the texture, really smooth. Um, again, talked about them, and I loved everything that they were doing. Um, gosh, so many different others: egg rolls and more. Uh, hometown creamery. Uh, original hockey moms brownies um, shout out to those um, those folks or <laughs> the hockey mom <laughs> if you would um, those brownies are literally about a brick size <laughs> so be prepared <laughs> uh, Pinoy Fusion I would imagine that that would be uh, a Filipino um, a cuisine which I'm looking forward to. Maybe they would have some, probably some ponset uh, or even, um, gosh, some lumpia. Can you imagine? I will be talking so much about them. Uh, the tot bus is going to be there. Very popular. Um, also very popular is West Indies Soul Food, Jamaica and Trinidad. Uh, Jake's Street Grill. Little Venetian. Again, all these different uh, uh, food truck vendors, these are all tentative. So it is possible that um, this may change, but you could certainly go on, uh, you know, Facebook. And if you check out or look up uh, food truck rally, as a matter of fact, I am going to share that uh, on my Facebook page so that uh, you all are familiar with that. Again, that is the food truck rally that is going to be on April 22nd. That's going to be at the Maplewood Mall. Uh, that's a Saturday at 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Gosh, it's been uh, a great time um, sharing the places that I've gone um, this past week uh, with you. Um, thank you for tuning in and as always listening to 
you know, myself, the Unbougie Foodie, as well as supporting your local community um, radio station, which is WEQY uh, 104.7, the voice of the East Side. Um, support us. Support the radio station. Uh, this is a community a radio station that's always bringing information uh, in my case, about food here on the east side and even in other neighborhood um, areas as well. I hope you have actually enjoyed yourself today. Um, it was my pleasure being here. Please feel free to follow me on any of the my other face, um, the, uh, social media networks. Facebook, which is The Unbougie Foodie. Again, Instagram at The Unbougie Foodie. Twitter, Unbougie Foodie. And then, of course, if you have any questions or maybe want to share maybe a recipe or, or have some type of interest in maybe, uh, you know, a specific cuisine that you'd like me to share on the air or if you would like to share on the air, you know, certainly leave me a, a, an email message. It sounds weird email message, <laughs> but an email at the unbougie foodie at gmail.com. As always, I'm going to end my show and again, uh, thank all of my listeners out there. Uh, you keep in mind that you're also able to tune in live if you're able, unable to hear locally, uh, but using the tune in app. Uh, if you missed this show or any others in the past, you could also find me on SoundCloud. Uh, just look for the Unbougie Foodie. Uh, and hey, take a listen. Get caught up. Find out new places that you could actually go and enjoy really great food. Once again, thanks so much for listening. And as I end every show, I want to encourage you never to let anyone tell you what type of foodie to be. Because really, it is all about the food. <laughs>